Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Guidance with Grace. This one is really exciting. We're going to talk about cupping treatment today, and I'm sitting next to Alan Wallace. He uh, was an athletic trainer here at Columbus State and worked with all of our athletes. How are you today? I'm doing good, Grace. How are you? I'm good. So where are you at now? So I work on campus at OSU. I work for Ohio State's Medical Center, and I work at the RPAC, which is the Student and Faculty Recreation Center. We have a physical therapy clinic in the basement of the RPAC where we treat students and faculty members. Mm -hmm. And you've been there for a little bit now. Yep. uh, This will be sort of my third year. Yeah. So you're, and you're like so well-versed. You're not just an athletic trainer. You've gone outside of that and you've gotten other certifications and you're in school now. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what are you going to school for again? So I'm finishing up uh, my master's degree in allied medicine at Ohio State. Uh, You mentioned that I do some other things. So I'm also certified strength and conditioning specialist as well as performance enhancement specialist through National Academy of Sports Medicine and the National Strength and Conditioning Association. And then also a corrective exercise specialist, which I utilize in my athletic training practice for my patients and athletes. Yes, you know your stuff. And I was really excited when you were open to recording about cupping treatment because, um, so for those of you who don't know me um, or don't know my history with Alan is he actually helped me when I was trying to run, which I've mentioned on previous episodes. (laughs) I was really into trying to get better at running, but then I experienced really bad shin splints and he was helping me with that and also did some cupping treatments with me. So uh, definitely elaborating on what it all means I think it was made very famous by Michael Phelps. He had all the bruises on his back, and I think that there are a lot of rumors and misunderstandings about it. And so we want to just kind of dive right in and talk about what cupping is. So if you could kind of explain that um, and how they define it. Yeah, so obviously Michael Phelps did make it popular, but it's been around for a lot longer than just Michael Phelps. He kind of brought it to the forefront of the United States during the Olympics. But it's been Eastern European medicine for many, many years. Um, Most of the time when you see it in a clinic setting, people will be using uh, hard plastic cups. But historically, it's been done with glass cups and they use alcohol with a uh, piece of cloth to basically heat up the cups and form a vacuum around the tissue. So with my practice, I use a plastic cup draw the air out of the cup with the vacuum and what we're trying to do is mobilize the tissue underneath the skin mm-hmm. so we're working on the muscle we're working on the fascia and just allowing everything to slide and glide easier and a little bit more in conjunction when we're doing exercise or any kind of activity mm-hmm. and i remember when we, you first was you were explaining it this as a possible option for me to help me out um, kind of like reverse massage. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's so doing what, the opposite. What I like to explain to people is either the reverse massage or a lot of people know what foam rolling is. So with foam rolling, we're compressing the tissue and moving that back and forth on the muscle. With the cupping, we're actually decompressing the muscle tissue. And again, if we're doing, we can do either static cups to where we're not moving it and just having the skin pick up and try to loosen away from the fascia. Or we can, we could touch on this later, also move the cups around and focus on more of a treatment size outside of just the diameter of the cup. Yeah, which, yeah, that feels crazy when you're getting it done, <laughs> especially if you have like issues, which like you said, we'll mention here in a second. Um, so if you could describe to me, and I have definitely the the other side of, of it all, what the experience of cupping is like and maybe how long it 
could be. Mm-hmm. I think maybe depending on where you go, it could be different lengths of time. Yeah, so the, the experience, it can range anywhere from a 30-second treatment to I've seen up to 10 to 12 minutes of treatment. Um, when the cups initially go on, it can feel like a minor pinch, a little bit of discomfort. I like to tell my, my patients or athletes when we're doing this, just try to relax as much as you can. I wouldn't say it's painful. It's just a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more and more that you get pu- cupping done on you, you kind of get used to that feeling. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think the only like discomfort I've had is actually like um, when the vacuum is uh, used as your skin kind of suctions away, mm-hmm. maybe just like your skin kind of pinching a little bit. Yeah. You get the, the feeling of the outside of the cup forms an extra pressure, but the treatment area itself that's being picked up inside the cup you really don't feel anything on there yeah it's yeah, more of just the rim circle. of the cup that right gets you. yeah so um and you did a couple of different lengths of time how do you determine how long so if you're say for instance we're treating the back which is one of the major areas that i focus on if i put multiple cups on somebody's back and just doing a static treatment to where i'm not moving the cups not having the patient move I'll take a look at the color that's forming underneath the cups and a cup that is more your true skin tone. If that's staying there even four, five, six minutes, I'll continue to leave that there. But if I have a cup that is turning a, a dark red or is turning faster, turning colors faster than all the other ones, I will pop that one off first because at that point I feel like the treatment session's done. Mm-hmm. We won't get too much more out of that. So I'm starting to look at the colors of the cups and saying, okay, there's a lot of blood flow under this cup and there's very little on this one. So I'll leave the one where there's about the same color skin tone, that to stay on there a little bit longer mm-hmm. to help address bringing that blood flow to the uh, the surface. It is really amazing how fast sometimes they just turn oh, yes. almost purpley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had some pretty gnarly <laughs> bruises yeah, after. absolutely. Like, yeah, pretty purple, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, on on my side of things, I don't know. I I also enjoy kind of that pain feeling of like foam rolling if you have some mm-hmm. some knots and whatnot. But for me, I actually felt like it was kind of like a release to get cupping done. Yeah, I feel like it's always one of those hurts so good kind of things. Whether yeah. it's cupping or like you said, the foam rolling. This is painful for the time being, but I expect this to feel a little bit better maybe a couple hours afterwards or the next day when I wake up after cupping, you know, I always feel refreshed or the the body part that I was working on always feels like a little bit looser or just in general feels better. Mm-hmm. Now, I did have kind of a, a side thought. Um, I know after massage therapy, they say like, oh, drink water to flush it through. Is that the same thing that yep. you think? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I always, always tell my athletes to continue to stay hydrated after this. And I'll never just do a standalone treatment to where I'm doing five minutes of cupping. Once these cups are taken off my athletes, I'm immediately going into some kind of movement, whether we're doing stretching or if we load the tissues and rehabilitated exercise uh, fashion, or I'd even send them down with you and say, hey, you know what, see Grace, uh, let's get some light loading. Mm-hmm. Even if it's 15, 20 pounds, let's put a little bit of stress through the tissues that we just worked on. Yeah, Because a lot of the times you'll yeah. do the cupping and then, okay, four or five days later, I'm still a little sore. I'm still a little tight from doing this. Mm -hmm. So my biggest thing, especially in the strength and conditioning world is let's make a change and let's try to keep the body in the same fashion. So let's, if we take the body out of its safe zone from staying tight, 
okay, this is comfortable, we can do this, but let's let's stress the tissue as well. Yeah, that's definitely very important to note because I think some people would do the reverse. Mm-hmm. They would work out and then come and yeah. they would use it as almost like a cool down mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I just worked out. This is going to feel good. Yeah. So th- if you think yeah. about it, if you do... If you do a cupping treatment on your hamstrings because they, they're feeling tight, I want to loosen up a little bit. We've gained a lot more range of motion after doing that cupping, even if it's just for a short amount of time. We want to train in that new range of motion so the body realizes, okay, this is safe. We're fine here. As opposed to it being its fight and flight yeah. mechanism saying, I don't want to go this far. Yeah. That's like a, a light bulb moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you think that there are pros and cons to getting cupping treatment? Absolutely. Uh, I think I'll start with the con that we've kind of already touched on. Um, It's the the bruising that can be stuck around afterwards. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talked before we started the podcast about how you had a bruise stay along for the longer than three days to a week afterwards. Mm-hmm. I think you said it was about two to three weeks. Yeah, it was a little while. That's that's pretty major. Yeah. So But it faded, mm-hmm. but it was still enough to visually see if you stared at it. Right. So if say for instance we're in July right now, if you get cupping done on your back and you go out to the pool later on, some people might be staring at you a little bit more oh, than I've what they normally looks. would be doing. <laughs> Where a tank top would be like, uh what is that? Yeah, is that the, is that, that cupping? The bruises <laughs> aren't really aesthetically pleasing. No, but they're not. Definitely it could be a conversation piece for somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out to homecoming prom or something where you're wearing a dress and maybe a little bit of your shoulders are exposed, somebody might notice that. I would say that that's probably one of the biggest cons mm-hmm. is afterwards there can definitely be some bruising that stays around for a couple of days to a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I've had some some odd little stares. Mm-hmm. People who know me were brave enough to ask, like, is that is that a is that that cupping thing? <laughs> I've heard about that. What is that? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, just kind of b- being ready for those yeah. questions. I would say con number two is it can be uncomfortable for people. Um, when I do cupping on my wife, she says that it can only stay on for a little bit because she does get uncomfortable. Um, but she's also extremely tight. If she continues to get this more and more, that feeling should decrease. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not the highest pain tolerance in the world, mm-hmm. um, but that can definitely be a con. This might be a little too uncomfortable for some people. Um, but if you're to get that from somebody, I would say, you know, can you do a little less next time? Because it's all about how much vacuum you're pulling out right. from that trigger. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, is it just kind of tolerance based, based on like how much you vacuum or yeah so if if people aren't familiar with the cupping um the 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 treatment itself we take it looks like a gun but as it's put on the skin the more and more that you squeeze this handle it pulls more and more air out so you can squeeze it once and get a little bit of air out and squeeze it two three four times until you can't draw any more air out that's for somebody if I were to do it four or five pumps, that's for somebody that's used to this treatment. Somebody that's new, I might only do one pump or even just half a pump to not give them that much pressure on that yeah. first time that they're getting it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, pump it up as much as you can. <laughs> Let's make this treatment <laughs> uh, worthwhile. Right. I love how that feels. It's just a very good feeling, at least for mm-hmm. me now that I'm, of course, now that I'm used to it. Because my first time, I'm sure I made some facial expressions <laughs> that were memorable. Yeah. you <laughs> like, can if, if you're getting it done and you start giving facial expressions, the person that's yeah. performing this treatment on you probably shouldn't be telling you to suck it up um (laughs) but they should realize hey this is uncomfortable for me maybe back off and just let them know if this is your first time can you back it down just a little bit i'm not really comfortable with this just yet yeah 
yeah. Uh, pros? Um, or were that all, was that all the cons? Oh, uh, that was, I mean, I could add one more con and, and it's going to kind of tie into pros. The con is there's not really that much information on cupping. So there's no true, what we call treatment parameters. It has to be five minutes long. It has to be 10 minutes long. We need to get more information on this. We need to find out more about cupping, what exactly we're doing to the underlying tissue, how often we should be getting this done. Um, I think the more and more that Americans and society continues to work with cupping, we can learn more about it and make our treatments yeah. a little bit more standardized throughout. Mm -hmm. So... Back into that, if you go into a pro, what I was telling you before is you really can't mess up cupping. The way I got my first set and the way that you got your first set, we can easily go onto Amazon and get a set for $25 to $30, <laughs> yep. and you can start experimenting with cupping on your own, Yeah. whether it's working with your boyfriend or me working with my wife or having them put a, each other on us. There's really no wrong or right way to do it. Mm -hmm. It's what works for you and what you find the best experience with or have the best outcomes with. Mm -hmm. So the way it's that... It's nice yeah. to be able to do it in the privacy of your own home, mm -hmm. which is, I would personally add as a, as a pro. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I, for the first time ever since I had gotten my set, did my whole back. Mm -hmm. Whole back as in the sense of like just certain areas, you know, along the spine and kind of in the upper shoulder, upper back area. And that was quite the feeling because I had never done that many cups at once. Mm -hmm. um, but man, did I feel like loose and goose and ready <laughs> to go. So it yep. was nice. Yeah. So if, I mean, if anybody's listening to this and does want to get into cupping, one of the first things I would say is start with yourself. If you bruise yourself, okay, that's something you did to yourself. But you need to also feel what it feels like. If you're going to start helping out your friend, your neighbor, you need to know and explain what they should feel and what they're going to experience and what they should expect two to three days afterwards before you're going to start doing this. Yeah. So definitely work on yourself. Obviously, you're interested in cupping for one reason or the other. Most of the people listening to this are probably either a weekend warrior, an athlete, yeah. or into strength and conditioning. Try it on yourself. Yeah. You probably have go something wrong. going on that you can work on, whatever it may yeah. be. So I've put myself in odd little positions just to get like the, my upper back area to try to like line <laughs> it up and squeeze the gun. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it worked. And yep. you know, it, I think it, like you said, it, it helped me explain it more to like my friend. I helped her cause she's been having some back pain. Um, and it was a really cool experience for her, but she told me right after, she was like, man, if you didn't explain all that before, I think I would have been like a little frightened mm -hmm. because during it is a little weird, right. you know, it's an odd feeling, but mm -hmm. being able to use your terms on how it felt for you, I think is definitely helpful for those people that, you're, that you would be helping possibly. Absolutely. And I, I did a little bit of research it's, again, it is like you said, it's limited, so I couldn't really find a lot, but I just kind of stayed and plus I'm familiar with human anatomy. So I was trying to stay with where there's actually like muscles mm -hmm. <laughs> as opposed to like on, on a bone. Right. That's not comfortable anyway. And more than likely the cup's not going to stay right, very well. Exactly. I think if you were to yeah. go on Google scholar and start looking for cupping articles and you do before 2015, you would find very little research and a lot would be from Europe or uh, Asian culture the more and more in the past couple of years we've seen, which is which is great. So we are, Michael Phelps may have been the one that completely brought it to the forefront. 
Um, so good on Michael Phelps for doing that during the Olympics. Right. Yeah. I talked to a couple students I had a few semesters ago in my class, and they said they were um, from, like, Mexico or South America, and they did it with a candle under a glass, mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. It's getting yep. the oxygen out of the area, so it does mm-hmm. create that suction. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been around for a little while. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that's that's probably the the pure way to do it or yeah. the historic way. Like I said before, they, they dip a, a cloth ball into some alcohol, light it on fire, put it underneath a glass cup, and then put it directly to the skin so that fire is taking the oxygen out of the cup and trying to pull the oxygen from your skin and in your body, which creates that vacuum inside the cup. Like who thought to do that? I have no idea. <laughs> I think we can say that for a lot of things that we yeah. do nowadays. The human brain is awesome because mm-hmm. it definitely leads to you know future great things, but... Right. Any other pros that you can think of? I mean, for a, an athletic trainer and myself, this is just another tool that we can put in the tool belt. So as we talk about instrument-assisted soft tissue treatment and soft tissue mobilization, we can talk, I'm sure people have heard of Graston or have seen blades or scraping. We can do that some days and then go back to treatment of cupping another days mm-hmm. or just focus on rehab or good movement It's just another thing that we can do to keep the athletes or our patients happy and bought into the whole treatment or recovery cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really that kind of just sums it up. Um, And that kind of ties into the other thought I had, which is um, who should consider cupping. Uh, Definitely an athlete, somebody who's very active, especially if you've played around with like – like the foam rolling and things like that, and you're looking for something more or something new, Mm -hmm. this could definitely be something you consider. Yeah, absolutely. I think anybody that has any kind of pain, feels tightness, is somebody that could benefit from cupping. So I always talk about athletes, my patients that come into physical therapy clinic. Uh, If you're an active runner, if you're a cyclist, if if you're working out in the gym and you feel something's tight, or I could possibly like to feel a little looser. I'm sitting in my desk chair and my low back is sore after sitting there all day. I think cupping could definitely be for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, do you have any suggestions on where people could go or do, like any, it's okay to shout out <laughs> any shout outs. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely Columbus shout area. out myself if, <laughs> right? I, if, I, if I could, but yeah. no, I don't, I don't have a personal <laughs> business to, to highlight. Um, anybody that's, that that's out of school, out of university, out of high school, uh, talk to your athletic trainers, talk to your strength and conditioning coaches. More and more people are getting on board with cupping and learning more about it. The people that you're working with in a physical setting have definitely heard of cupping in one way or the other, and they can hopefully re- relay you on to somebody else. Um, massage therapists can perform cupping, chiropractors. Uh, and as we talked about before, you might have a friend or colleague that has a cupping set of their own as long as they seem confident in it and can help talk you through what they're doing it'd be a good way to, for you to get introduced to cupping but there are some some local chiropractors and massage therapists that will pay fee for service for you to try cupping whether that's a dollar a minute for cupping or twenty dollars for a session on top of massage whatever that may be mm-hmm. if you research out there and google cupping in we're in columbus so cupping in columbus mm-hmm. something should probably come up 
actually, out of curiosity, might do that after we finish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I think that's pretty much it. Do you have any of your thoughts? No, I think that sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming in. It was a pleasure. It's all, it was really nice to see you. I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you. Yeah, almost three years. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. If you have any other questions, definitely stay tuned. We'll probably have another episode at some point talking more about other, you said the Graston, mm-hmm. um, there was like the blades and things like that. We'll probably do another, like a part two on soft tissue or what is it? The soft, soft? Instrument assisted soft tissue mobilization. Wow. Mouthful. <laughs> that, that's what I- we'll do. I-A-S-T-M for short. <laughs> I like my abbreviations. We'll do that. We'll do uh, an episode here soon just to kind of elaborate on all these options. It's really good to know what you have available to you. So thanks once again, Alan. Oh, thanks for having me on. I am Grace, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.